Hi there, I'm Mickey Johnson, and you're listening to Leading by Example, a podcast where we'll explore how work shapes who we are, personally, interpersonally, and emotionally, in conversations with leaders about the ways they've evolved and the relationships that have driven those changes. I want to start this first episode by giving you some context for why I created this podcast. So first, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Um, In 2014, I founded Job Portraits with my husband, Jackson. Job Portraits is a content studio, and we tell stories that help humans work better together. Uh, We live in the Bay Area, although our team is remote and distributed around the country and world. Um, But because of that, most of our clients are high-growth startups um, who we mostly help to attract job candidates and then retain their current employees. That means that for the past six years, we have interviewed hundreds of people about their work, what they like about it, what they don't, why they joined, why they left the last company, how they feel about their leaders and peers, all of that good stuff. This is kind of the perfect business for me and Jackson because we both are fascinated by humans and how they interact in groups. I was almost a sociologist. Jackson studied poli-sci. And then we both started our careers in journalism. So this is also a way for us to apply our storytelling skills to what we consider to be one of the greatest sociological experiments that most of us get to participate in, which is joining and then influencing the culture of a company. So we are in the enviable position of getting paid to examine work cultures, leadership styles, and then we also get to practice those things as leaders at Job Portraits. One of the things that Jackson and I were clear on from the beginning was that emotions and personal growth were not something that happened outside of work. They were central to our work, and they were part of what we really liked and valued about it. Honestly, I've learned as much about myself through my work interactions as through my personal relationships or family dynamics. I remember that the day I realized that Zoloft, which I'd recently started taking, was working, uh, was at work. I was going to be leaving my company soon, and my soon-to-be former CEO came into my cubicle and gave me kind of an angry talk about the fact that I had told someone before him that I was planning on leaving. And the first thing that popped into my head when he left was, you know what? That was about him, not me. And for someone who had previously taken everything in life incredibly personally, that was very, very clear proof that the medication that I was taking was working. I also know very clearly that I am a better mother with less helicoptering and less fear and stress Because the year before our child was born, I spent trying to figure out how to go on maternity leave from a company that I had inadvertently created to be pretty much totally dependent on me in a million small ways. But when I look around at the content on leadership and business building out there, it seems like very little of it talks about this aspect of work, which to me is huge. There's a never-ending stream of stories and podcasts about how to find product market fit and nail your sales quotas and even some stuff about how to build high-functioning teams and how to run productive meetings. And that stuff's great and valuable, and we might even touch on it here. But 
what I really want to hear is how work feels to people. What does being a leader teach you and how do you have to change personally and emotionally to be the leader that your team or company needs over time? I'll admit to having a couple of ulterior motives with this podcast. First, uh, I'm actually interested in becoming a leadership coach myself. And so I hope that starting to have these kind of conversations will just give me the experience that I need to move in that direction. And to that end, I also plan to ask the people I interview about coaches or other mentors who have helped them become the leaders that they are today. My second ulterior motive is very personal. It's to feel less alone. Because there's really not much space created to talk about emotions in most work settings, I spent a lot of my life feeling like I really have to hide that part of myself. And that part of myself is big and it's loud. I'm someone with just a lot of feelings and they're very close to the surface a lot of the time. In fact, they're pretty close to the surface right now just talking about it. And especially because I live and work in the Bay Area where emotions and intuition often seem to be dismissed in favor of data and logic, I spend a lot of time feeling like an outsider. And I know that's kind of bizarre because I literally spend my days asking really intimate questions of people who work at various startups. And because of that, I call dozens of founders and people leaders and VCs, friends and colleagues but the fact remains. And so I hope that by talking about these things, that I and other people like me will feel more welcomed here and that companies can ultimately benefit from a greater balance of perspectives because of that. <laughs>